John Taylor is a member of the Bumblebee, Bumblebee Conservation Trust. Trust. Yes. Now, I don't think people realise, they don't get how important bees are, do they? Bees are very important um, as pollinators for all of our flowers and many of our, our food crops. Um, there is a difference between the honeybee, which most people are familiar with, and many of our solitary and bumblebee species, which are wild and cannot be kept or farmed. The prime difference where it comes to pollination is down to tongue length. The honeybee, all about the same size, same species, Apis mellifera, they all have a tongue length of about six millimetres, which means they can only visit a flower for nectar where it is within six millimetres of the top of the corolla. Lots of our flowers, on the other hand, runner beans, foxgloves, honeysuckle, have deep throats on their flower, which the honeybee cannot access the nectar because the tongue is not long enough. Bumblebees, on the other hand, we have 25 different species in the UK. Some have a tongue length of 6 mil, the same as the honeybee. Others as much as 20 or 22 millimetres, and all numbers in between. This means that bumblebees can service a wide range of flower species which are not available to the honeybee. And this includes, as you said, food crops, which of course are very, very important Very to us. important. Runner beans, if, if, for, for the people there that run, have allotments and things like that, have a look at your runner beans and other, um, say your courgettes, and if you grow peppers, have a look at those and watch and see which bees are actually doing the pollinating. It will be bumblebees and not the honeybee, because it requires a longer tongue bee to be able to service them. Over the last few years, I must agree, I myself, you know, I'm, I'm in, within the gardening profession, I've seen a lot more of what I call ground bees, which is where they live, seem to live in lawns, the edges of lawns. Are they on the increase or is it just my imagination? I would ima say it's probably your imagination. We have around 270 species of bee in the UK. Only one is the honeybee. We have 25 bumblebees and the others 235, 240 odd species are all solitary bees. Many of these will live in the ground. What tends to happen is that if ground conditions are favourable, you will have large numbers of them in the same area. So it can look as if there are lots of them. Lots of them. But in actual fact, when you spread it around the country, because so much of the habitat is being lost, there are fewer bees, fewer insects around from when I was a child. Going back to your solitary bees, so whereas I always think of bees of having a queen, workers, and then they look after the queen, what happens then, we talked there about many solitary bees, so how do they breed and continue to live? Solitary bee, many people will be familiar with the bee hotels that you can buy in garden centres or from other places. And what will happen there, the bee will carry a ball of pollen into whichever um, site she has used, chosen to use as a nest site, maybe it's a, mm. a piece of bamboo or something like that. She will carry a ball of pollen into that tube. She will lay an egg, of, an egg on top of the pollen that she has collected and then put a little mud or 
leaf cap across the across the end of it and she will repeat that process until she has entirely filled that tube up with pollen and eggs. At that point she will leave that nest or that tube never to go back again. The egg will hatch, the larva will consume the pollen, it will pupate inside that cell yep. and remain there until next spring when it will emerge and fly off. What they tend to do is they will lay eggs for the females deep into the tube and at the entry they will lay eggs for males. The males will then emerge first and be waiting for the females as they emerge to be able to pollinate them. Females will then um, continue as, as before to the stock, stock and, and, mm. and lay their egg on the next so if bamboo you, tube. If they were all laying in a tube, in theory, theory, they should all be expanding the numbers of bees, shouldn't they? So is it that they then die due to weather conditions, all the different things that are going on in the world? There, 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 are, there are many things um, that will affect the life cycle of, of any bee. Um, there are predators, there are parasites. Um, it's not generally appreciated that out of the 270 odd species of bee that we have in the UK, around 25% of them are parasitic on other bees. Ah, so although, that makes a quite a difference, doesn't it? Although we think of uh, a bee's a life of a bee as being all sweetness and light, um, it's in not. actual fact, it's, it's a different story. It yeah. is indeed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, are numbers deteriorating dramatically? When I look back, I'm now 72 years of age. When I look back to when I was a child, you could drive down to Cornwall on holiday and have to stop two, three, four times in order to clean the smear of insect grease off of your windscreen. It was impossible to drive. Nowadays, you could drive to Cornwall every day for a month and never have to clean it. My own personal interpretation is that we have around 10% of the insects today that we used to have when I was a child. Um, I notice it particularly I go out to do um, bumblebee surveys, sometimes on triple SSI sites, and I look out across these sites that I would expect to be shimmering, if not necessarily with bees, at least with small insects, flies, hoverflies, etc. And I look out over these triple SSIs and they are bare. And it worries, it concerns me, concerns me desperately. Thanks very much indeed, John. Thank you for that interpretation of our bees of the UK.